Coco. Well, good morning, Palm Coast, Florida. How are we doing this fine morning? I hope this finds you very, very well and blessed for this beautiful day. Well, I am blessed, and I'm very grateful, actually, to have a good friend of mine and Hall of Famer jockey and trainer of thoroughbred horses. Welcome to the show, Mr. Bill Bolin. Welcome, sir. Thank you. Yes, sir. I've been wanting to get Bill on the show here for a little bit, and what sparked it uh, was an awesome... Uh, thing I heard, you got a hole-in-one on <laughs> July uh, 20, what? Fourth. July 24th, yeah. you got a hole-in-one. Uh, so, Bill, just uh, real quick, folks, thank you for joining in. Bill is Hall of Fame jockey. Uh, we're going to get into his amazing um, uh, record and amazing 2,049 victories. But first, we're going to talk about the hole-in-one and him coming to Palm Coast. So, Bill, you have, other than the hole-in-one, you had some pretty exciting stuff going on in the last couple months. Can you start with the 16th of July, I think? Yeah, 16th of July was 90. Was 90. So and just to reiterate, that means that you're 90 years old, sir, on July 16th. I feel like a hundred, but no, it's you 90. Look great. <laughs> he does, folks. If He's in studio, and he looks great. So, uh, And he's got more energy than me. And anyway. the 24th, I had the hole-in-one. And the 25th, I was married 72 years. God bless you. That is amazing, amazing. And your wife's name? Sandra. Sandra, 72 mm-hmm. years. Yeah. God bless. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Really, really cool. So uh, tell us about, uh, number one, what brought you to Palm Coast? And what year did you get down here? Well, we came down uh, in the early 80s. We had friends of ours that lived in New York that were down the street. It was my wife's best friend. Sure. And we came down to visit them. Mm-hmm. And we decided to buy a lot. And then Good. when I retired, we came down and built a home. That's beautiful. And you've been down? Yeah. You and I were talking. <clears throat> 25 years. 25. Yeah. 1998, you came right. down. That's right. beautiful. Um, golf. So t- tell me about golf. Uh, you know, how did you get started in golf and whereabouts did this take place? I just want to get a little history behind that. Well, I started in New York. I got <clears> throat> suspended throat> 10 days that I shouldn't have gotten, but okay. I got it anyway. And I had nothing to do. So mm-hmm. a friend of mine, Eddie Arcara, belonged to a club in uh, Hempstead, New York. Long and he Island. says, why don't you go out and hit some balls? Maybe you'll like it, you know. What year, Bill? Give a long take. time ago. Right. <laughs> 60s, 70s, maybe? Oh, no, 50s. 50s? Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Very cool. And then I played, uh, I wound up joining that club later on. And mm-hmm. I, I played for about 15 years. And and I when I quit riding, I give it up because training horses and, and playing golf, no, you couldn't do it. You so, couldn't really do it. Much. So I quit for fifteen or twenty years. Gotcha. And then when I became a racing official in New York, I had mm-hmm. some time off and I took Picked. it up again. Good, good. So, um, all right. So you're hole in one. How many hole in ones have you had? Number one. So uh, two. Two hole in ones. Yeah, and one in Cyprus on the old cool. car three and the uh, and then the seventeen at. Uh, Pine Lake, uh, Palm Harbor. Take us back to uh, July 24th, just a month ago. So you're on the tee. What tees are you playing? You're playing forward, right? I Which played is the forward tees, yeah. It was it, 145 yards. It uh-huh. took a five utility club. And yep. Went right in. Right. Did it <laughs> land right before it and jump in? And Yeah, it ran before and then rolled right in. Who are you playing with? Do you remember who you're playing with? I want to mention these cats. Uh, Bill Hagenberg. Uh-huh. 
And Walter Thurman. Cool. And I forget the other. It might and, have been only three of us. Right. And this is Men's Day over at Palm Harbor? Yeah. Good. Yeah, we, and, you we know, play every Monday and, uh, and Friday. Good. So you play you play two days a week, which yeah. is awesome. And that's yeah. the key. you got got to stay active. you got to play. And we're blessed. we got great golf courses. Palm Harbor looks great. I live on the golf course. I live on 15. Yeah. Roger, Hale, Lorenzo, those guys just got the golf course looking really good. So kudos to you guys over there. Um, yeah, so with that said, okay, with, that's with the golf. Let's go back. This is an amazing – to me, it's really amazing. Can you take us back, Bill, to your first victory? I know it was in New York. You're 16 years old. You're an apprentice. In 1949, 1950. Take us back to there. And like your mom and dad, they were all 100% for you to to go be a jockey and everything? Or what was that relationship like? We lived on a farm in in Texas. Okay. It was close to the King Ranch in Kingsville, Texas. Gotcha. And uh, my mother worked at a fish restaurant on on Sundays to kind of make ends meet. And she met uh, the head veterinarian for the King Ranch. Mm Mm-hmm. Name was Northway, and she told him, she said, I have two boys that can really ride. How about giving them a job? So took us over, my brother and I, and interviewed us. And I, my brother stayed a week, and he got homesick and went home, and I stayed. How about that? So that pretty much was the start of it. Um, so previous to, the, to 1950 winning the Kentucky, you won right before that. Uh, is that correct? Yeah. It's a funny story. I, I, in 48, I, I rode 13 races. Uh-huh. In 49, I rode eight races. In and, and 49, I won, rode five, which made it 13th. Sure. It was my 13th ride on Friday the 13th. Hmm. And Amazing. he won. I was wow. safe arrival, yes. And it wasn't long after that. In fact, it was... Uh, the next year, the yeah. next year, you go to Kentucky Derby. Tell me about your confidence. Were you, were you feeling good as a jockey? Was this? I mean, you know, I mean, you're young. You're when 16, you're 15, 17. 16 years old. You have no feelings. You're young and dumb. So right, and you just go after yeah. it. Um, I thought that was the way it was supposed to be. You know? Uh huh. The one thing, ignorance, right here. I've rode a horse one time. Full disclosure. <laughs> me, my buddy. He had a. This is 1988 or 89. He had a. His father had two horses, beautiful, mm. like a nice little farm and everything. And we took the horses down to the Long Island Sound on yeah. the beach. Well, what we didn't realize, we had him out for hours. We got home. The old man was mad. He was <laughs> yelling because the horses were really wet and everything. Yeah. was sweating. So right. anyway, I'm embarrassed about that story <laughs> there. That's really bad. Um, the one thing I want to know, so I played competitive golf. Mm-hmm. Okay, and butterflies. Mm. Can you tell us, folks uh, listening here, what it's like to be in a gate on top of a horse and ready to roll? It's got to be an adrenaline rush, and like, is there any word to describe? What is it? What is it like? And well, the big races you kind of get that, but the regular races, you know, it's just it's a job, and you've been doing it, so there's no big deal. You know? Formality, you know, yeah. going. To, yeah. You want to get out as quick as you can and do the best you can. You know. Amazing. Um, back to and I, you know, I hate to say this right here, but uh, injury wise, have you have you had any injuries that held you up? Have you ever been bucked off a horse like that? Uh, or is, I guess you have. <laughs> I got about eighteen broken bones. You and do concussions and yeah, cracked head. But actually, I got hurt worse at uh, Cyprus than I did when I was riding <laughs> in a golf cart. 
what? I didn't think I've ever heard of this. Yeah, I was sitting in the golf cart, and yeah. one of the pros pulled up, and he dropped his clubs off, and it started to sprinkle, so I put them in the, in the golf cart. Okay. And then it started to rain hard, and I got in, and I moved it over and hit the accelerator. I hit the curb, fell out, hit my head. That is I, that's the first time I heard of that, mm-hmm. and uh, so that set you back a little bit. Who's the pro? <laughs> <laughs> I, I forget. <laughs> right. Oh, my goodness gracious. Uh, but just, I've had broken arms and right. collarbones and legs and, mm-hmm. like I said, cracked skulls and of course, I don't want to rehash these instances, mm-hmm. but these are all being thrown off the horse, I'm assuming. or pretty, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was all, you know, falling. It's not the fall, it's the sudden stop. You know? It's Yeah, right. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, so you're saying this like it's nothing, and I'm sitting here, I'm sure the folks listening are like, really? Well, and and it's like a race car driver. I mean, the, the race this past weekend, I don't know if the Coke Zero down Daytona. I don't know if you've seen yeah. it, but there were some really crazy right. wipeouts. That one guy went in the air, and I mean, he was up there 30 feet in the air, for God's sakes. Yeah. Point is this. You don't, you know, when you're in that job, like you said, it's a job. You yeah, know? And, you don't uh, think of anything else. And you don't think of anything else. So uh, kudos to you, 1959. You won the George Wolf Memorial Jockey Award. Right, right. And that was for high standards of personal and professional conduct. Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations, man. I'm sure you won several. What, what, is there anything um, memory-wise you want to disclose of that or talk about? Or No, I, and, you know, I've been, been honored by a few of the press and different things, you know, but no, not really. That's great. I mean, uh, like in golf, I give back to junior golf. Is there anything, what, what could you do in, in jockey? Could you give back, and what can you do to give back as a jockey? Well, we have 60 paraplegics hmm. that are, jockeys that sure. are from race injuries okay and they're in wheelchairs and we raise money for them every year we go all over we just came from vegas we raised uh four hundred and fifty thousand for them beautiful but there's 60 they get a thousand dollars a month that's extra you know kind of help them they got to get their car fixed or pay rent or whatever so that's really really care cool of 60, that's yeah. That's fantastic because we know a lot of times and I, you know, you look at NFL, let's say, and, you know, some of these guys get hurt and they don't have anything to fall back on. You know what I mean? So that's probably a really good, really good um, cause for you on that for sure. Well, they're better off than we are because we had no pension. You had to buy it yourself and we had no medical except workman's comp if you got hurt on the job. So you did have workman's comp. It wasn't a union or anything. No, like no, that, we couldn't right? have a union. You couldn't have a union. No, right? the government says we were uh, self-employed, so mm-hmm. which is not true. But yeah, hey, Be- uh, Belmont Stakes. So, what track was your first big race? Was it Belmont? Belmont, I yeah. think it was. Right. So Belmont's the longest track. Is that correct or incorrect? It's, yeah, it's, it's one a mile and a half. It's the only mile and a half track in the United States. It is. So yeah. it is the largest track in most the United tracks States. are a mile, a mile and eighth. Gotcha. Like Kentucky. What is uh, Churchill Downs? A mile. Um, one mile. Right. Gotcha. Big difference on that when you're riding a horse, you, you, have to, you have to ease it back a little bit, right? I mean, you can't. Well, there's sharper turns. You know, uh-huh. Belmont's big sweeping turns, so usually the best horse wins. So it's, uh-huh. it's a good place to ride. It's amazing. But I did good at Santa Anita and mile tracks and didn't matter. You know. yeah, and you and it's I were horse. talking earlier before the show, so you, you, know, you weren't. You know, just on the uh, east coast of Florida, you were all over I wrote the place. country, you yeah. know, so pretty wild. That's yeah, great. Uh, 
banquets. Do you, do you get any phone calls? Any? I know Hall of Fame. You got inducted in 2006, I think it was, Bill. Yeah, is that right? right? 2006. That's true. Right. Uh, can you take us back to that? I mean, that's got to be, uh, you know, one right. of one of your biggest moments, I right. guess. I mean. Take us back to that. What city was that in? And, and so it's forth. in Saratoga Springs, New York. Gotcha. They have the Hall of Fame up there. Okay. But I really should have got, I should have been in the Hall of Fame way before that because I've won the Derby. Right. I got beaten to Preakness and got, got troubled. I had a horse bolted and took me to the outside fence and finished second. So he should have won that. And, and he won the Belmont. Won. And then, yeah, so and, I would have been in the Hall of Fame earlier. Wow. So, folks, just again, when, when Mr. Bill Boland here won in 1950 the Kentucky Derby, the Preakness is always the next. The Triple Crown is Con- Churchill Downs, Preakness, and Belmont. And you finished second in that and yeah. then won the Bel- and right. Belmont, which is just amazing. Mm. Yeah, I looked at 2006. I'm thinking to myself, man, I, I mean, this is just me personally. <laughs> I'm thinking to myself, seems like Bill should have been inducted quite a bit earlier than that. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. you know. Uh, you know, Saratoga, upstate New York, is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. Great place to be. It's great racing. That's, yeah. that's the only really thing I miss about racing is going to Saratoga. Really? And, nice. and, Bill, what was different about it? What was, uh, you know, what did you enjoy about that it's more than like other country and, uh-huh. and those days. It, now it's, it's like New York City. But right. in those days it was country, you know, and the guys all got together. We had barbecues on Sundays. Sure. And, you know. We were close knit. You, you know. were close knit. All the yeah. jockeys were pretty close to, yeah. to you. Yeah, I don't know if they're that way now. Maybe they are. I'm not, I'm mm-hmm. not sure. Yeah. Um, do you get up to Saratoga? Like, could you? I'm sure, being a Hall of Famer, you can go up there during the ceremonies and stuff. Or is I that could. Something? I've been yeah. invited every year, but I don't go. With, I yeah, went up yeah. for the for when I was inducted, and that's it. Sure, it's sure a long thing. ways. <laughs> right, it's a long ways. Is right, you know. Hey, we're going to take just a couple minute break here. Don't go anywhere. Back with Bill Bolin. Got some really cool stories. Be back in just a minute. Want to flex your golf skills but don't have the time for a full 18 holes? Head on down to the Palm Harbor Golf Club. You can hit up our driving range with a bucket of balls for a long-distance workout or head over to our putting green to work on your short game. Either way, you're going to get in a great game of golf. For more information or to book a tee time, visit us at palmharborgolfclub.com or give us a call at 386-986-4653. That's 386-986-GOLF. And welcome back to On the Green with Paul Tretner, my friend, Bill Boland, Hall of Fame jockey. Uh, Bill, so many, many stories. Uh, tell me about the coolest celebrity you met. I know you've met some some big-time celebrities. You must have, being in that arena. Arnold Palmer. Have you ever met Arnie? Yeah, met Arnold. Yeah. Met Jack. And and where did y'all meet meet arnie and jack at was it I here met, in palm coast no i met arnie in uh in miami mm-hmm. were you raised i was racing at highly and he sure he came in for some tournament down there and right and i met him was he what did was he at the like your banquet or did he come visit you guys or how did that all no, take place they had a uh pro celebrity thing at the uh-huh. waldorf astoria and i was 
as a jockey. I was one of them invited, you nice. know, to represent the jocks, and I met him there, you know. Cool. Great guy. What year, Bill, give or take? I know you you don't know. Was it probably 60s or yeah, 70s? 50s. 50s and yeah. 60s, yeah. yeah. You know, and, and a lot of people don't realize, Arnie really, um, what's the word, really put sports into television and all yes, that. Yes, he did. Yeah. Okay. It uh, doesn't matter what sport you're in. Right. Arnie really had something to do with that in yeah. regards to getting visibility and so forth and right. so on. Right. So you move here to Palm Coast in 98. You you had a, a little career working at the golf course. Right. What golf course was that, man? And how Ocean that, Hammock. Yeah. I worked out there for uh-huh. uh, five years, and I got, got fired due to illness. Due to illness? What yeah. happened there, Bill? Mary got sick of me. <laughs> Mary, uh, Mary Haifman was the head pro out there. Mary, if you're listening, how are you? I hope you're doing well. <laughs> but uh, so Ocean Hammock uh, opened up in 2000. Yeah. Uh, give or take. I was there we, we, when we opened up with Jack. I don't right. know where you were. I was there. Okay. So yeah. I was there. I actually drove Jack from the camper down in the, in the parking lot. Remember that right. temporary right. camper down there? So I drove Jack with his agent on the back. Right. And we're going over the bridge, you know, and he says, Paul, stop here. And here I got Jack Nicholas literally touching me almost, mm. and he's looking out at the ocean. And if you remember that day, the wind was howling from the north. Yes, it it was, was cold. Man. And there was a 1,000-plus people on the driving range. Right. And so now I had to drive Jack over, and he gave a golf lesson, and it was pretty cool. So, so you worked there for five years. What a great, um, a great yeah. place that was, huh? We were there like a year before it opened, so we got to play every day, you know. Yeah. There was and, only a few people here and there that, that played, so it was wide open to it. It was wide yeah. open. I remember I played with my dad. It was the day, well, I tell you what, it was February 18th, 2001. It was the day Dale Earnhardt got killed at the track. Mm-hmm, it, was, mm-hmm. it was Sunday to Daytona 500. Right. And my dad and I played. We had such a great time. Came home. My mom made a nice meal. And then the three-car hit the wall at about right. 4.30 in the, in the afternoon. But anyway... Uh, yeah, great memories over there. Now, did you work at another course? Did you work at Cypress for a I worked bit? at Cypress uh-huh. for five or six years, yep. and then I got hurt, and then I said, that's it. Right. I'm going to just play golf now. Yeah, and that's that's great. I mean, you know, and your handicap, you don't have one established. You're about a 13 or something, 12? Yeah, you're 12, shooting 13. in the, the low 80s, which is yeah. just fantastic. So mm. we're going to get out there and play for sure. Um Retirement. So you raced from literally 49 to 69. That's 20 years. 48. 48 to yeah. 69. That's 21 years right. riding. And I looked at the stats, and I, you know, I don't think I have them. How many, how many races did you race? Wasn't it? 17,400 and something. <laughs> Is that just phenomenal? That's, seven, oh, That's not counting all the horses I got on in the mornings before the day. Sure. Yeah. That's amazing. With 2,049 victories. Bill, it's just, just amazing. You retire in 69. Was that welcomed? Were you, into, you, know, you had enough of racing, or what were you feeling at no, the time? No, I just kind of lost confidence in myself, and mm-hmm. I always wanted to train horses. So right. I said, to hell with I'll train horses. Can I ask you about losing confidence in that? I mean, I know what it's like losing confidence in golf. It feels like you can't mm. break an egg. What well, is the confidence you lost in racing? I'm well, just... like the guy that I was riding for, we had great success, and all of a sudden he decided he want, wanted to ride somebody else. guess he thought I was getting too old or long in the tooth. So, And I was, wasn't doing any good, you know. So mm-hmm. when you, do, you just 
you don't feel like getting up and going out and working, you know. So I said, the hell with it. So I'll train horses. Good for you. And you, you work twice as hard. Oh, training? <laughs> oh. So, so you got Worst mistake I ever made <laughs> in my life. <laughs> Is that right? So without going into much detail, it's probably early rise. Seven days a week. Seven days a week. I did well, too. I had the uh, first horse that I, uh, I bought. I wound up winning a stake race, which was unheard of. So, mm-hmm. And I bought it off the one of the best trainers in the United States, a fellow called Woody Stevens. He mm-hmm. was like Hall of Fame mm-hmm. over and over. But it did pretty well. I had another horse called Wise Phillip. He won like seven stakes in New York. So. Mm-hmm. But I just didn't like it. So just, again, an ignorant question here on my end. So, and not getting nosier about money, but like a trainer, like how much? So if, if a horse wins, let's, let's say $20,000 on a race, does a trainer get a percentage of that? Or is he gets it 10% of 10%. whatever the, the, the horse earns. And yeah. then probably a salary, obviously, on top of that or well, something, maybe? Well, they get yeah. paid per diem for each horse. They get so much a day. Gotcha. When I was when I trained, I think the per diem was like $20 a day. Yeah. Now it's like 150 200 sure. a day. You know, right. Everything goes up, right? Yeah. And they don't make any money per diem either because mm-hmm. their, their expenses are astronomical. I bet. Hotel, yeah. flight, you know, all this. Uh, Caddy's yeah. got the same thing, you know, in yeah. golf. But uh, other than Saratoga, I mean, there's so many beautiful places of rolling hills. Let's take Ocala right here in Florida. It, yeah. Is Ocala probably the best horse equestrian uh, city or, or region in Florida? In Florida, oh, yes, by For far. Sure. By yeah. far, right? And yeah. they have that new thing they have over there, the equestrian, uh-huh. some guy from up north someplace coming down and built it. It's beautiful. It, really? Okay. Uh, I didn't even hear about it. I, I think I may have heard about it. but They're going to have rodeos there. Cool. All kinds of uh, show horses and jumping and everything. It's really beautiful. Rodeo. Always intrigued by these guys. Could you imagine jumping on a bull and doing that? That's Did what you... I wanted to be when I was, <laughs> when I worked for the King Ranch. I wanted to be a bull rider. <laughs> oh my God! So you must know some bull riders growing up. No, yes, yeah, maybe. but these... uh, you wouldn't know them if I mentioned their name. Right? Yeah. Were these guys just tough as nails, or uh, toughest humans that ever lived? I bet those and hockey players. I think <laughs> those and jumping horse riders. Jumping horse riders. Oh, they're yeah. tough. They're mm-hmm. tough. I've seen them ride with broken collarbones, and they strap it up and go over fences and fall and break the other one. So Jeez. they were tough humans. Okay, so out of jockeys, how many play golf? I know everyone's saying this is a golf show. Why are we talking about jockeys? But do many go- jockeys play golf? Is quite that- a few. Quite a few. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Chris McCarron, he's uh-huh. all of fame. He, in fact, he just invited us to uh, Kentucky. We're cool to play in some tournament. We were there before and played in the tournament. But we get quite a few. Does your wife go with you, Bill? When you go up places, oh, does go, wife yeah. travel with you? Good. Yeah, yeah. That's great. Yeah, that's really really cool. Yeah. Um, okay, so we got golf in the future. You and I for sure. We're definitely going to be teeing it up here very very soon. So, uh, what was the biggest race? I mean, other than the Derby and the two Belmonts. So you won. Uh, you know, in golf, you talk majors, you know, U.S. Mm. Open. So, obviously, the Kentucky Derby is a major, I would imagine. The right. Preakness is a major. And then the Belmont. The Belmont. So, you won the Belmont twice. Okay. You won. <laughs> you should have won the Preakness. All right. Okay. And you won the Derby. Other than those races, what was the next biggest race and why? Well, I won the biggest race money-wise 
of the time it was a hundred thousand guaranteed mm. was the only hundred thousand mm-hmm. to Santa Anita Handicap, mm-hmm. which is a grade one, you know, which big time. And I won the Suburban and the Brooklyn and a lot of them, you know. That's amazing. And, um, you know, what about down here? Like if you, where's the nearest, is it Ocala that if, can I watch a horse? Is there a horse race? Where can I watch a horse race? The closest one from Palm Coast, Florida. I know that they, they have uh, like a three day meet or something in uh-huh. Ocala. Okay. But otherwise you got to go to Miami or no, you go to Tampa. Tampa, so Tampa, yeah. Miami, and Ocala, right? Basically, are the nice <laughs> Tampa's team. a nice track. That's mm-hmm. Good people on it. And, you know, it's only a half hour show, Bill. I could I could spend spend a lot of time with you, but uh, congratulations on number one. Your seventy two years with your wife, and again, your wife's name Sandy. Uh, Sandy. Sandy, tell her we said hello. Well, uh, and uh, we're going to definitely tee it up. I wanted FYI, folks. I wanted one of your best buddies was Vinny G. Vinny G. Jimmy G was a legend here in Palm Coast. He worked with you at Ocean Hammock. He was a great guy. His son and I are good friends. I called Stevie. He's working. I wanted him to to call in and just to say hi to you, but he's busy working. You know, Jimmy had seven holes in one. Yes. And his sister had six or seven. (laughs) It's amazing. It really is. Well, look, folks, uh, thank you all for tuning in. I know the main topic was uh, horse racing, but, man, what a legend. Bill, thank you so much for uh, your stories and really being, uh, being up front and just an amazing story. Respect the heck out of you. Have a great week, folks. Enjoy and keep it in the short grass.